Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Previously on Chief Concerns. Well, shit, it was uh, 2020. Uh, I had a New Year's Eve party, and I woke up about 3 o'clock in the morning. I was shorter. Um, I couldn't breathe. Went to the mm. fire station across the street, not too far from my house, and my blood pressure was like stroke level, and my oxygen level was really low. So I went to the hospital, and... Um, my hospital here in Atlanta, they told me my kidneys is functioning about 20% and I need to go on dialysis ASAP. And um, shoot, pretty much I've been on dialysis every day, um, not every day, but ever since. Been on it, I'm on it like three days a week for like four hours. It's the corner where the treats is is this the the passing of the torch right is this what this signifies it comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important the champ is here we've touched down from a higher plane right you made it here we always look forward to that week because it was always intense you know that we ain't coming back we got to the man the myth the legend dante hall my 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 favorite player growing up was dante hall i love you guys in the show but dante was my guy get to dashing because you done on the war feet This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. July is underway and a great month for sports. If you're into sports betting, BetOnline is where you should go to win money today. With the NBA Finals in the books and the MLB heading into the second half of the season, there's plenty of betting action to get involved in. If you're a football better, there are tons of futures and props you can wager on as well. BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. So visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm here with our host, uh, Eric Warfield, former cornerback. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, my man? Nothing much, man. Get ready for the Olympics tomorrow. I thought we weren't going to have an Olympics based on the last few weeks of uh, different COVID outbreaks on uh, certain like, different sports and stuff. But uh, I'm excited, man. Yeah, I mean, this is this is at that point uh, of the summer to where you know after the NBA Finals, you, you got to try to find something on TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Football hasn't fully kicked in. Baseball is is kind of almost at its midpoint. Um. And I'm not, I don't get into baseball until it's playoffs. Yeah. So other than that, we don't really have anything on TV. So good thing the Olympics are on because we don't have anything now. For sure. Well, besides, obviously, you and I are big basketball fans, but besides basketball, what are some of the sports you like watching on the Olympics? Oh, man. Oh, so with the Olympics, I enjoy it all. Um, I just love to to see the, uh, you know, the best of the best when they're going at it. You know, obviously you can't catch everything. Um, and usually it's like an all-day event, so no, nobody really gets to watch all of it. Um, for the most part, I enjoy it all because, you know, it's, it's always good just to see the best against the best. Yeah, for sure. Like, the, as far as, like, uh, during sports during the year, it's like watching – I never watch any of the national championships or the world championships of swimming, uh, gymnastics. I never watch that stuff. But when it comes to Summer Olympics, I'm tuned into those two sports. So those are two of the sports uh, outside of the yep. of, like basketball. Those two were just – Phenomenal athletes, man. There is. I mean, all of it is. And, uh, but they have, uh, shit. I mean, like, what's the number of events that they have? I mean, is there, is, does anyone know that? 
I don't know, man. Yeah, just, there's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's good though. A lot of options, a lot to choose from too. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I just wow. for the first time saw today because uh, I was a high jumper, and I think uh, going back in my days, the highest I ever got was six eleven. That's the highest I ever got, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty good for me. And I saw today there's a guy that's in uh, San Mar. I think it's San Marcos, te- uh, Texas. That's out training kids uh, for whatever purposes. Uh, he has a record at seven ten. Wow! I'm like, man, that's that is crazy. You can jump over a height of seven ten. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I never got to the jumps for tracks. I I, I just did uh, sprinting. I tried doing the triple jump one time, and I was like, I was really, I was really bad at it. <laughs> like, it takes a lot of work. It's, a, a track isn't easy, you know. I know it's just a, a matter of, of um, you know, whatever talent that you have, you know, you're going out and trying to, you know, give it your all. But it is once you really see what's out there that you're competing against, man, it makes you think twice about getting out there with some events. Yeah. Now, I was lucky and fortunate enough that I learned how to run hurdles, and that didn't take. Uh, speed, speed. That was just more of a of a technique trying to get across the hurdles. So I wasn't the fastest guy uh, out there running the hurdles as far as speed wise, but I had you know pretty good technique that that you know that actually won me a state champ, so state championship. Oh wow! Holy crap! That's awesome. I I know I had no idea. I knew you were a superb athlete in, in high school. But I, I had no idea you won a states in hurdles, man. Yeah, I was back to back state champ in the hurdles and the high jump. Holy crap! What junior senior year? Yep. Damn. And did you do tra- did you do hurdles and track like when you were younger growing up, or was that just a high school? You I did school? not. So hurdles was actually the event that brought me out of my shell of an athlete. Uh, I want to say it was either my ninth grade year, and the coach uh, asked me to just you know he wanted me to participate in hurdles for no, for no odd reason, and I was just bouncing jumping over the things and he's like no there's a technique to it and so he was teaching me how to do the lead leg trail leg just standing in place and so I learned that within 10-15 minutes and afterwards uh, I kind of figured it out once he got my steps down to where uh, you're coming out the blocks and however many steps it's going to take to get over that first hurdle uh, with that lead leg you know it just got me out of uh, this little shell of a shy kid that I was uh, that I was forever. Uh, and then the rest of the athletes just came out. And heck, I was pretty decent in basketball at that time. Um, after that, really good at football. Uh, and track was my thing. And lo and behold, I don't know how I got drafted by two NBA, not NBA, but uh, Major League Baseball teams. Uh, and I hadn't played baseball since, you know, I was, I want to say, nine, eight or nine years old. So, but they, I guess they saw the potential uh, that I had. So, that's crazy. Wow. Um, now I know uh, as far as uh, basketball with the Olympics, I know that's that's, that's the America's big thing. Um, they lost Australia. They lost Nigeria. They've also had you know to bring in some guys because of COVID. Um, do you think that America will place gold? Would you, if you would? Yeah, I think we will. Uh, it's it's disappointing to see that they did, did have these losses, but, you know, 
you can't sleep on a lot of these these other countries. I mean, because we got some some all star players and, and some great talent that are playing with these teams that you know that they're fortunately here in the, in the United States playing on NBA teams, uh, and then they have to go out and represent for their country. So there's some talent out there, and the, and the talent pool is not as easy as it was back when you had the dream team and all, uh, and then those guys and then Kobe's teams came after that. So, uh, but I just think that we have way too much talent uh, when it comes down to um, putting it all on the line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it seems they lost to Nigeria and Australia. Those are both packed full with the NBA players. So like, yeah. try to make it seem like that, that, those are bad losses. I mean, those are, if you know basketball, you know who those guys are. Yeah, those are bad losses, but America exactly. should be losing to those teams. Um, yeah. But uh, so we're going to go into it with uh, the Chiefs stuff. Last week, we uh, dedicated our show to uh, Jelly Roll, uh, Lionel Dalton. Um, we got a lot. We, we, it was great. Our, our show got a lot of traction, and I know a lot, a lot of news outlets hit him up, hit me up to, to, to talk to Lionel. Um, so, and I really hope that Lionel can, our episode can help him spread his word. Um, that's going through. Yeah, great um, guy. He's great. It, it was awesome to get to talk to him, get to know him a little bit last week. Um, but this week we're going to roll into some chief stuff as we get closer to training camp. Um, I know everyone's uh, favorite time uh, about a week from now, um, stuff will be beginning. But so this week, our first concern comes with um, a new signing. Uh, we brought back a familiar face uh, in a defensive end, Alex Okafor. Um, as a means of depth in case something does happen with Frank Clark's suspension that's imminent. People think that's going to happen uh, at some point here soon. Uh, but they brought back Alex Okafor. Last two years, he's had somewhat of injury problems, but he still managed to pile up about eight sacks over the last two years. Um, now, do you think, and a lot of some fans are upset because the day before, Melvin Ingram got signed by the Steelers, and that was a guy we brought in months ago. We had talked about on the show as a possibility of, you know, having depth at the uh, the DN outside backer situation. Do you think the Chiefs missed out on Melvin Ingram, or is it better to bring back a familiar I think Melvin's face? a great talent. Uh, he's an ex- really, really good talent. Uh, now, did we have the cap space to sign someone of his talents, though? Um you know, we, we uh, brought in the big guy from Baltimore and then whatever uh, we did with the draftees and unrestricted guys and uh, other guys we've had to sign. I don't I don't know if we had enough money to sign Ingram, though. If we did, I would have loved to have had it. You know, he's a proven guy, still young, uh, you know, hustler around the corner. Not the biggest, but he, he gets around and he makes the plays that, that are needed. So, uh, you know. Uh, I, I like to see him gone and not with Bolsa anymore because those those two uh, were, were definitely a threat on the outside. But if if we had the money to afford him, I would have loved to have gone after him. Like I said, still a young talent, um, still a force on the outside. Uh, but, you know, congrats to him in Pittsburgh. Now, Okafor, uh, eight sacks over the last two years, doesn't sound like a lot. Uh, maybe he could, he's good enough to hold up for whatever's to come with, uh, you know, Clark's. Uh, we, nobody knows what's going to happen so far. Uh, and maybe, you know, he has a, a chance here with uh, the swapping in and out play with Chris Jones to, to get a, a fresh kick and, and, and to, to relight a, a fire up under him. Uh, you know, because, you know, you think about eight sacks over two years, doesn't sound like a lot, you know, but there's a reason he's still in the NFL because I think he's, he's still got something in the tank, so – uh, hopefully uh, he has enough to, to give us at least eight in the season. So, you know, eight in the season, I, I'd be happy with that. 
Yeah. So uh, back to the, the, to the salary cap question. So the um, the Chiefs had about eight and a half million dollars to spend. Uh, Ingram aside for three or four million dollars. So we, there was money there. But I've read online that some people think that maybe there maybe Veach is waiting for training camp cuts to see what guys he can maybe bring in. Um, for what did he sign for? Uh, three or four million for one year. Wow. Yeah. For some reason, I thought he was an all-pro player. Or was he just overshadowed by, by both? I think over the last few years, he's kind of been slipping just because he's been injured a lot, and I think that's been a big part of the problem. I don't think la- I think last year he had zero sacks, um, mm. but he also he, he was he had injury problems over the last few years. So I guess yeah, as he's getting older, you know, body starts to break down a little bit. Um, yeah. but three or four million is kind of what I saw. I was kind of you know surprised by that because mm. I would have thought we would have brought jumped on a contract like that for a talent like. Oh, heck um, but what are the pros to bringing back someone who knows the uh, system, a guy who's been on the team for two years, instead of bringing in Melvin Ingram and having to re, you know, kind of reteach him what we do on, on, the, on the squad? You know, it's not hard going into a, a switching from team to team. You know, defenses are, are going to be defenses on on every team. Uh, it, it basically changes with the literature. Uh, you know how the how the defensive coordinator is going to you know reword certain defenses or certain calls. Uh, but your rush, your edge rushes are going to be the same. Your, your, your gaps and all are going to be the same. It's the same with the secondary. You know, when I went from, uh, from Kansas City to New England, everything was was basically the same. You might have a blitz package that's labeled differently, but it's going to be the same blitz package. Uh, so there's not a lot that's going to change. It's just a matter of you just learning the literature. So uh, having him come back, knowing uh, a lot of the guys that that he played with are still there. It helps. Uh, you get that camaraderie still, uh, you know, when you get it back and, uh, you know, it, it can, it can instill a, a bit of confidence in you that you didn't have with the previous team. But, you know, if this injuries that, that have kind of haunted him, you know, that's kind of the thing that he's got to watch out for though. All right. We, we got our uh, correspondent down in Mexico right now, or uh, our tight end, Jason Dunn coming here from Mexico. Jason, how are you doing, buddy? Good. I'm good. <laughs> One is no chance. One is no chance. El Viva La Mexico. <laughs> Long live Mexico. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Wonderful down here. See you see the How's your Spanish? Ooh. Uh, piquito. You know, okay. right here on the on the water, as you can see. That's nice. So okay. yeah, I, I could I, I understand it better than I can speak it. So, so that's that why I'm does wife help you out a lot with that? Oh yeah, absolutely. So you know, listen to every conversation that comes in. You know, I'm, I'm really fan. You know, so getting every single word, every single word down I could get, I'm like, okay, I got to learn this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how it goes. Yeah, gotta get it in, man. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? I'm good. You working on your tan, or is it just the lighting? Now it's well both, both. So it's the lighting in here. You know, they keep it nice and low because, you know, nice and intimate. And, you know, we got a group of about 10 people down here. So it's, it's, it's wonderfully uh, in, the mo- in, in the mood, I'll say that, uh, being relaxed. And they make sure they don't miss a beat on that. So it's been exquisite just being down here. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I, lo- I love the get up. I love the uh, the button down you got going on right there. I love it. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My little, my little get up. This might be like, uh, I don't know, maybe like a $5 special. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it look good, though, E. I'll make it look I good, you. you know what I'm saying? Yes, you, know? you do. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, J.D., I was asking Eric about um, uh, the fact that we brought back Alex Okafor uh, this week, our DN. Um, and I was just asking him, because a lot of Chief fans were upset that we didn't bring in Melvin Ingram. We ended up going with the guy, because Melvin Ingram signed the day before. We ended up bringing our old guy back, Alex Okafor, who's had eight sacks over the last two years. And I was just asking, what are, the pros in, what are the pros in bringing back a guy who already knows the system instead of going to get somebody else who we'd have to reteach everything to? I mean, you said it right there. You know, it's it's – you know, when you're familiar with a guy who understands how the system works, he knows the people in the room, people that's coaching him, uh, that comfort level is 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 key. Uh, it's, it's so important in the NFL, too. So you got a guy who's coming who, you know, if you got Melvin Ingram in, you know, learning the whole system, getting to know who he is, his personality, his character, down this guy who was pretty much family. You know, you look at it, he's been here. Uh, it, it was an easy choice for them. It's an easy choice. So... I think, you know, when, when you have a chance, an opportunity to get a guy that, that has been in the system before, you got to take it. So, yeah, that, that's huge. Right. Did, y'all, did y'all just hear all the sirens just came by my place? Mm-mm. Oh, good. That's loud. All right. Uh, okay, so our, our next one, so this is one thing that everyone always talks about as we get close to training camp. Everyone's looking at certain battles and certain position battles um, on the team. And I guess as we get close to the season and next week, really, is when it begins, what are the position battles you're most excited to see um, going into the season? I'm looking at the quarterback position because I like – no, I'm just joking. <laughs> 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 I think the wide receiver core is probably you know, going to be the thing that, you know, that, that'll be mostly watched. Uh, I mean, I know Nicole Hardman has been uh, placed as a starter opposite of, of uh, Tariq Hill, but I think those guys are going to uh, gonna push him. You know, and, and it's, it's mostly because, you know, of the years that he's been here, he's done a lot for the team. Take, take, I won't take that from him. Uh, it's just my perception. I just haven't seen enough out of him to say he's that guy. I like him all around because he's a you know pretty good receiver and he's a, he, he he does well for us special teams. But uh, just being a starter at the receiver, um, I haven't seen enough of him yet. Um, so I'd like to see what the other guys are doing. You know how they're pushing him, uh, either for him to get better or for them to take over the spot. Yeah, I had to agree. That, without a doubt, you're going to be watching that position uh, as closely as possible. And like I said, with those guys in the room who have skim, you know, similar you know, skill sets, then you're really thinking, OK, who's going to be the guy that's come out, like you said, number two, uh, especially uh, in this offense. But like I said, this is a transitional offense. So anybody you can plug in these guys is number two in. I mean, you really can. Uh, but, I, you know, I like Robinson. You know, is Powell making enough noise to come in? That's what you're asking, right? Um, so that, that's that's definitely a battle, you know, wide receiver. But then also, too, you had to think offensive line. That's that's another, of course, uh, you know, group that you're looking at who's going to be the starters, who's going to be the top five guys coming out of that room, uh, who's going to be putting the pads on and starting from day one, putting their the hand in the dirt. Uh, so it's going to be a great, a great battle with, with the guards, uh, we like to think that the center is on lock, you know, with Creed, you know, having to lock at a position. But, you know, I mean, you never know. You never know. But like I said, you usually won't draft a guy that high unless you think he's going to start for you. And so I'm, I'm looking at him to start unless 
uh, Blythe just just outplays him. If he just outplays him just outright, then that I mean, I mean, you got to have it, uh, especially a guy that's coming in who, who's been in the league before, who understands how the NFL works. Uh, you know, going against the great ones, like I said, he had to go against uh, uh, what's it, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Yeah, every single day. So I mean, you ain't gonna get no better than that uh, as as far as work. Uh, and I'm trying to think what else. Another another group that you got to watch. Well, I tell you what. I'm looking at all the free agent guys that we got in the secondary, right? Where they're going to fit in, where they're going to get their niche, you know, what they're going to do on special teams, you know, how many reps are they going to get? Now, I don't know as far as like them coming in as one, but we talked about maybe like nickel heat, you know what I'm talking about? You know, that special package are coming like that, uh, that you could, you could kind of look at these guys making uh, at least a run for saying like, look, I'm going to be that, that, that nickel back uh, and etch it in for the rest of the year. So that's that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, and you mentioned the offensive line. So there's a lot there's a lot of battles in the offensive line that I'm looking at. It's the Creed Humphrey Blake uh, situation with mm-hmm. Kyle Long being injured that kind of opens up uh, Trey Smith versus Tardif for the right guard position, and then you got Niang versus Mike Remmers for the right tackle uh, situation. Um, so that right side is pretty much an open uh, open uh, battlefield right there. So that'll be interesting to see. And another one was a. Uh, which I've been reading all offseason that they say that a training camp casualty could be Anthony Hitchens. Now that's if Nick Bolton steps up, um, that could, that, that, that could happen. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just curious to see what happens with that, with the, the middle linebacker situation. Everyone thinks Hitchens is kind of a lock to be cut. If he, if he gets outshined by the, um, by the young buck. Uh, Nick oh, Bolton. Yeah. So. Well, well, look, always <laughs> happens every single year. A guy becomes a casual, a casualty because of, you know, well, look, is he too expensive to, to pay? You know, is a guy we want to keep around for, you know, for that that amount of deal, you know, for the season? Uh, you know, and, and usually when you're a veteran, uh, you know, of course, the league tries to protect you somewhat by giving you a little bit of a contract. But, I mean, something that he's getting paid, I, I don't think that might be that'd be an issue without a doubt. Uh, you know, but I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, Bolton's going to come in, man, and he's just going to – he's going to light it up. I mean, I, I really do. I mean, like I said, he's another guy who's a, a top hit. He's, he's got to start. You, you got to play him right away. You, you're not going to put a guy like that on the bench. There's no reason to. Yeah, the only thing that'll, that'll keep him from hitting the field is an injury. You know, knock on wood, nothing happens in that situation. But yeah, him being our our, our own our, our highest pick, um, yeah, he's he's a uh, he's inked in on that roster. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I got to ask, obviously, middle linebacker is one of the most, most important positions on the field in general, uh, especially defense. Is that hard for a rookie to kind of man that spot on day one? I mean, we've seen a lot of guys do it. You know, it's yeah. just a matter of how bad does he want it. You know, I think he's played well enough in his college career to, to you know, to be worthy of the pick that, he was go- that he's gone at. Um, and I think they'll – if he's not ready – They'll give him enough of the playbook so that he is ready, you know, and, and they can figure it out along the way. You know, he's got a, whatever offseason of OCAs we had, he's got full training camp <laughs> to go with. You, you'd be amazed to see how much you, you can learn um, during the process of training camp. So uh, it, it shouldn't be that hard. You know, he'll get a few, be- uh, few, few um, uh, you know, full, full, uh, full battles during the preseason game, so to test it. So, you know, I'm just anxious to see him get out there and do do his thing. 
Yeah, man, and, and, and making an adjustment from where he was in college to where he is now. We're talking about one of the top tacklers in the SEC. I mean, without a doubt. So uh, we already know that conference in itself is producing, you know, some of the best players in the NFL at this moment. So him making that transition and him going in to be a general, you know, especially on a defense, hey, it's not going to be a problem. Like you said, it, shoot, if he's picked that high, they know he, he's got the skill set. They, they know he's got what it takes to be a leader, be out there on the field. You know, you, you, you don't get somebody in the first round to be a kitty cat. It ain't, it ain't how it works in the NFL. You know what I mean? I mean you just don't. So, you know, we, we're bringing a guy in who's going to be able to call the defense, you know, put everybody in the right position, defensive line. That's look, that's a big position, you know, to be in. So he, he could definitely do it, man. I mean, that's why you got him at that, that, that pick. And Eric, you play with Derek Johnson, one of the best to ever put on a Chiefs uniform, and he stepped he stepped right in from his rookie year. Oh yeah, I mean, did exactly. you because you tell right away like, oh, this kid's not your normal rookie, or like you didn't even you didn't realize he was a rookie because he was just kind of a with DJ. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, heck, uh, you know, when he first padded up, you know, he's just he's he's so fast you don't realize it because DJ wasn't the most cut up, you know linebacker he wasn't just built like a linebacker he didn't have the muscles but once he laced that you know uh those shoes up with the helmet on you know, he, he shoots out like a bullet <laughs> I, I had to laugh you said that even because I, i'm just thinking about uh dj man when he was doing sit-ups he would always uh-huh. run he'd be like <laughs> 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 and i don't know if he was playing and so you know he's he, he's he's funny too you know it's just who he is but it looked like it was just killing him to do it, man. But once he, like you said, once he strapped up, that joker, man, he'd be running everywhere, all across. Yeah, the field. He's kind of like Willie Rowe. You know, when you look at Willie when he's walking, man, you you think to yourself, how in the hell is this dude an all pro lineman? <laughs> like he, he barely walking, all of a sudden, you know, he lays him up. It's a different animal. Yeah. You know, and you see DJ, man, DJ might might have two muscles in his entire body, but. <laughs> When it comes to playing, you won't find a better linebacker. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I'll say he, he developed a little bit later, but when he came in uh, from Texas, man, his rookie year, <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't look, you like, who's this? This is the guy you got? <laughs> oh, man, like, we're, we're going to get our heads beat in. But like you said, man, he's athletic. You know, you, you just can't tell it. Some guys, when you, when you look at them, they don't, they don't look the part. I'm not saying that DJ didn't quite look the part. Yeah, you, you can't, think, I, won't, that's, I won't say that at all. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But, but, but you're thinking general. that, yeah, yeah, you, you're thinking that, you know, he got muscles on the top of his neck, you know what I'm saying? You know, pecs out to here, you know, just look like a superhero. And, yeah. You know, DJ, man, just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, and so with, with, the, with the, rookie, the rookie linebacker we have is Bolton, and we also the second-year guy, Willie Gay, I mean, it looks like on paper the Chiefs have the, the two uh, inside backers for the future, and hopefully we can we can start seeing that um, in, a, in, a, in a week or so. So, um, okay. So our final topic tonight. This is something that I was thinking about. It's like you know ha- how I felt before the weeks before reporting the training camp in college or, or in high school, going to the three days. I was always like that last week. You know, like partying with my friends. I'm like, oh man, this is it. Yeah, summer's over. Uh, the last weeks before uh, last week before getting to training camp. What, what do you guys do? Because I know I asked you guys about the bye weeks. You guys go to Vegas for bye weeks. But the week before training camp, what does that look like for you? Because I got to imagine it's kind of bittersweet. You know, summer's kind of over. You've got to go check in for, for work for the you know, for the next uh, uh, five months. 
What is the last week? Oh, the week before? Yeah. The week before, you better have your ass in a gym. Because <laughs> you already know what day one and day two is going to be like. You know, back when... Damn, I hate to date, our, date us, but yeah, back in our days, we still had two-a-days in training camp, so <laughs> we had to be ready. It wasn't that long ago, we, but go ahead. Uh, but it, it is and it, it, it ain't, you know? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, you still had two-a-days, so you had to have the energy, uh, the stamina, the lung capacity. I mean, yeah, you know, we couldn't just walk in off the street, you know, straight from the club. That, 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 that wasn't possible. Uh, and then a lot of other teams have a um, what do they call that? Um, I know they do the three hundred shuttle. So if you don't pass the shuttle, you're not able to practice with the team until you pass it. There's, there's a few. There's a lot of teams that that still do that uh, just to make sure that you weren't pissing off your your, your time before you came into training camp. Uh, but you know we 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 didn't do that with the Chiefs. We get out there and uh, you know we 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 had. We had a uh, day one to, to get our, our, our things ready. So, um, but yeah, I would, I would, I think I'd pretty much die if I had to go out there and do a 300 shuttle right before camp. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, 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 and what, what you're looking for, conditioning test. It's conditioning. Exactly. Test. That's what I meant. Yeah. 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 Get, get it out. Yeah. And, and it, it's, it's so funny because when you get up there, you better run it. You start asking everybody like, man, you, have you been working out this whole <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody like, man, hell no, man. I don't know if, I, if, I, if I make it or not, you know. What about you? So you know, you know, there's, there's some guys who's, who who may not work out as much as other guys, and you just know if you beat him, you're gonna be good. Yeah, and, you know, you just can't you can't be last. You just you know you gotta be somewhere like in the middle of the pack. Uh, but that 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 last week, uh, I always used to make this joke. They asked like, how do you get ready for training camp? I said, so what I do is. I take myself, put myself at the top of the steps, and I throw myself down the steps about 25 times. That's what I'm trying to do. Because all the hits that you take in, in camp, you know, all this, the beating and, 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 and the bruising, like, like he said, you don't have to go through it now. I mean, sure, you could, you know, sit on the beach like I'm doing right here with a Mai Tai. You know, but as long as, you, you know, you, you get some sprints on the beach, you're good. So, yeah, they don't hit anymore like that. Uh, and another thing, you know, you're trying to get everything down as far as like, okay, when am I when am I going to take the camp? Because you know the beds ain't going to be they ain't going to be comfortable. You already know that, so you're trying to get a nice little mattress. You're trying to get everything that where you're not really packing a whole lot, but still enough where you're going to be comfortable, right? Because you know you're just going to have a lot of tossing and turning, sleeping nights, man. It's just going. It, that's what it is, man. Camp camp is just one of those things, man. It just it mentally. It drains on you because you just know you had to. You're looking at four weeks of like just hard football. Yeah, you know, lack of sleep, pain, all of that, and so you know you just got to mentally be prepared and be, just be ready. Uh, but yeah, like like guys going out to Vegas and stuff. Like, look, I get trying to get that last uh, that last bit of vacation in, but the week before, no, nah, shoot, I don't see that. No, that at all. You know the good thing with us is that you know Billy Billy Long and Jeff Hurd, they always had the doors open. So at, at, at the training facility, so you can go down there every day and get your good workout in and, and get prepared right for those days. But yeah, like you said, you just want to uh, make sure you got all your essentials. You know, maybe extra shampoo, lotion, soap. You know, and you know, take a pillow and blanket. And when you get there, 
heck, we all usually head on down to Walmart or Target anyway, just to, you know, take everything out of this store and make sure that our room is is up to par to get us through the through the through camp. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it was funny. Uh, so, I'm gonna tell you what happened with this camp. I, you know, I always got to tell the story. So, Coach Ramil, you know, as soon as I get to camp, you know, you always have to weigh at a certain amount. You know, certain guys, you know, you had to be at a certain amount. I don't know, he probably had to worry about this. You know, he, you can see he athletic guy. He probably can't even put on weight right now. To be, you know, I don't care how much. <laughs> yeah, I win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to lose 10. <laughs> <laughs> but so I come to camp. And so, you know, Coach Ramil sees me. You know, he's looking at me and says, oh, Jason, you've you been working out hard this summer. Oh, you look good. I'm like, yeah, thanks, Coach. I appreciate it. <laughs> so me and Willie Rofe. You know, we're sitting over looking at each other. We, me and Willie knew, you know, we might have been a little bit more heavy than what we needed to be. Uh, and so, you know, once you, you get there, they, they put you into, like like he was saying, into a group where they're going to whip you into shape. I don't care. Like, you got to do all the regular practices, but you got extra, just extra. And so Coach Meal sees me and Willie at, at, at dinner, comes in to meet at late at night. And uh, he's like, you know, I had two guys come in. And I'm looking at him. He lied to me in my face. <laughs> he lied to me. <laughs> I'm turning. I'm looking at Willie. Willie looking at me. I'm like, man, he talking about me. He's like, no, he talking. He talking to you. <laughs> he said, both both they asses came out of shape. Came in here out of shape. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I've been running, but I, I just I, I was probably about a good eight pounds over. You know what I mean? So that was that was the the funny part, man. Coach Mill. Now look, Coach Mill. Would tell you the absolute truth. Yeah, look, he didn't he didn't mix words with you. None oh, yeah. of that. He's gonna tell you the truth. So, so yeah, man. Training camp is something else. It's it's one of those things, man. You you can't forget. You've been through it, man. Yeah, yeah man. I know, know. Uh, that that weight cause thing. I played with uh, Chester McLaughlin. You know, right, the rest of the soul. But uh, Chester would just automatically write a check, five grand. Cause uh, he he knew he was gonna be overweight every single time. He just said, you know, I write a check and just take it out of my check. So, but when it came to playing, that, that dude was a monster out there in the middle. Yeah, yeah, uh, no doubt about it. And so he just just cut the check. Y'all just knew it. Like, look, man, <laughs> I ain't gonna make weight. Yeah, exactly. Don't try to get me to make weight. <laughs> I'm just gonna cut you the money right now. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I tell you, man, we and look when training camp starts. We're going to have to tell some, some training camp stories. That, that, that's some good stories during that time. So Man, I don't, well, we got a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as the conditioning tests, because in college, each position groups had their own certain tests to make. They didn't meet a certain time. Was it just flat? Uh, there, there was a flat times for all for all position groups, or is like each in each? No, group each group is going to have a certain. You know, offensive linemen are going to make the same as the skill right. skill guys, and so, but which is crazy because when I got to New England, um, the fastest guy to get through the uh, shuffle drill was Mike Vrabel. Wow! Always in in the lead for every group. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Man. Skill set, a skill set yeah. right there. Hmm. Well, uh, was uh, was Waters pretty? Uh, he's a pretty agile guy. I mean, he kind of played all over the, the field. I mean, he was kind of an agile dude for it for a big dude at the, at the line. Brian, yeah, 
Oh, Brian was a weight room guy. Now, as far as running, now nah, you can get him really? running nowhere. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he, no. he, he, he was, but no way. And look, you know, B. Waters, man, he played tight end. He came in as a tight end and like a fullback, you know, so he, he had B. some agility was going. A, a lineman when he got to Kansas City. But, you know, he played tight end in college. I know that, but uh, when yeah. he got to Kansas City, he was straight O-line. Right, right, yeah. But he's he, he, he a little dimble on the feet, you know. But, yeah, now, if you had to do him, like, running some more, like, conditioning, like like longevity, oh, yeah, he ain't, yeah, he ain't about to do that. You know? I mean, he ain't going to let you down running-wise. He going to do what, he, what was asked of him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the running thing's not for him. Now, the weight room, you know, he'll, oh, yeah. he'll, he'll compete against, you know, some of the bigger guys around, so. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I had to say he might he might have been the strongest one in the weight room. Yeah, while seeing it, yeah, for sure. He had a little he had a little T Rex arm, so he had to go for it. And I want to say he participated in like a Pro Bowl like skill challenge for for uh, bench reps. When one year they did that, I think he I think he was one of the participants of that. Yeah, he's really? a monster on the bench. Okay, okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they didn't do that that many times. I remember like that. that I, I I I have this vision in my mind of him doing like the be- the bench press like competition. Um, they don't do they didn't do it much, obviously, because I, I don't think it's been around in years. But yeah, that was uh, I'm pretty sure he participated in that. I'm gonna try to look through the archives and find the video of that. <laughs> um. All right. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to the training camp stories as we get into training camp. I, I was going to do that tonight, but no, no, no. I want I want to know what was going on before you guys got into training camp like this this final week. Yeah, I feel like for me, it was like you know, I, I I always thought my summer was over. I was like, okay, man, this is time because we had workouts and stuff throughout the summer. But once that the first week of August came, it was two days, three days, and I was you know, and that that was it. Summer was over essentially for me. Um, but I was curious if that was the same way, the same kind of feeling in the NFL. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was going to shift gears here. Do we have, do we have a uh, fan guest tonight? We do. We do. We got, we got a green, we got a green Bay fan. We have a, uh, a Tennessee fan. Then we have a Kansas city fan real quick. All right. So these, these are my brothers. All right. Brother-in-law. So they, they here. So I'm gonna bring them in real quick. All right. Let's do it. This is my brother Charles. All right. What's hey, up, fellas? Hey, guys. what's up? It's my, it's my brother John. How you doing? Hi. How are y'all doing? How are you doing? And this is this is old right here. How you doing? Okay, okay. Brother Law family. Okay. Nice. So Tennessee fan. All right. Yes. Tennessee Titans fan. Yes. <laughs> my brother right here, Kansas City, of course. We got old right here for Green Bay Packers. He's a Packers fan. So y'all remember Eric Warfield, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are, are, y'all, are y'all from these areas that y'all root for? No. Yes. That's what I we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, <wasn't laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I live close to Tennessee. Oh, okay. So I okay, I get that. And you live in Green Bay. Do you live in Wisconsin or something? Oh no, no, no. I'm from New Jersey. Jersey? Yeah. Man, how in the heck are you not like a Giants or a Bills fan or maybe an Eagles? Yes. Maybe the Jets, Jets. too. <laughs> never do. Never Jets. No, okay. And this, this y'all is be, uh, y'all about to be dad. disappointed with y'all little Aaron Rodgers, huh? 
We ain't gonna lose Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> he gone already. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I was trying to get some better lighting. I don't know where he gets better lighting, man. That's it. <laughs> oh, I can see him really. I can see him real good. Yeah, yeah, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, so we'll, we'll get into the fact. Go ahead, Marcus. Go ahead. And, and, and. I was just going to ask, how are you feeling about the uh, the Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, and Tannehill uh, combination going into oh, next year? Awesome. Awesome. That's the best thing ever happened to Tennessee in a while. Yeah, I agree. No, Derrick Henry is the best thing to happen to Tennessee. <laughs> oh, well, he is. He's real good. Yeah. But all together like that, since uh, McNair and all them, then it's another team. So you think y'all got enough? To get past Kansas City? So what? You think y'all got enough to get past Kansas City? Yes. Yes, definitely. Because of Julio? No. Yeah, with Julio. With Julio. With Julio. Yes, definitely with Julio. Mm. So my brother right here, Charles, says no. Yeah, you know. know. Charles, well, I mean, Charles knows what's up. That's all. Of course. (laughs) Even though I live in Atlanta. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, can, I always go to Atlanta football games and I always have an Atlanta hat on, but a Kansas yeah. City jersey on. Kansas City jersey. <laughs> Everybody say I'm confused. That's a nope. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> That's hilarious. KC. So, so y'all have a have a question they want to ask? Yeah, I got Ready? a question. Okay. Now, who uh, who has the best defense in the league? Right now, who do you think like in the league? And you know, Kansas City's out. I mean, just thinking back on it, uh, for this year, I don't know if you want to say AFC, NFC, but right now, to me, uh, Buffalo has a really good defense. Yes, Cleveland's got a really good defense by adding Clowney. Yeah, yeah. I think the Rams have really it's it's hard not to put Aaron Donald in any conversation when you mention defense. So but I think I think the the Rams and uh Chicago both have been defensive minded the last last couple of years uh with the NFC. But you know, you still got the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who's got everybody back from their Super Bowl winning team, so you can't can't count them out either. Oh no. Yeah, I, I have to say, man, probably Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay will probably, to me, just what they were able to do, who they have as far as just all-around defense, plus with the coaches, right? Because you, you yeah. can't take the coaches out of the element. So I would say probably Tampa Bay was one of the top ones. But maybe the, the best the best defense, maybe on paper, maybe you could look at Cleveland, right? The Browns may be just on paper in itself. Uh but then, of course, L.A. is always going to be in a conversation, like you said, uh, with them Ramsey and, and, and Donald out there, man. So, and Buffalo, and Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo yeah, Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo, but Buffalo to me, Buffalo man, is underrated, man. Buffalo to me, they don't have a they don't have a big name guy on their defense, but they got a stout defense. Like yes. the boys can play. Mm-hmm. They got yeah, they out there hit. Yes, sir. Y'all say you're underrated, but I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not really impressed with, with Buffalo. I'm just, I'm, I'm just not. I'm, I'm just, you know, this big. I'm just not impressed with them at all. So, 
they were they were good defense last year, and then this year they brought in in the draft in the first three rounds. They they brought in a lot of pass rushers, and they didn't really have uh, many of those last year. And they got they got your boy. Uh, what was his name? Who's the, the rookie you wanted out of Wake Forest? Yeah, Bashan Basham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Marcus, I'm sure you've looked up the stats right now. Who's who's the top five defense? Top five defense going into the next season. Uh, I, I saw a list that had uh, Saints and the uh, Buccaneers as uh, top two in di- different um, in different uh, lists. Saints, yeah. Saints, Saints were among, amongst the top. Um, that we, we we didn't list, but Saints and Bucks were amongst the top two in most of the lists I saw. Okay. But what about AFC? AFC, I did not. Sorry, I, I didn't scroll. Hold on, let me let me let me see the projected list. Projected. Um, defensive rankings. Um, Buffalo's up there in one of the lists I'm seeing here. Um, I mean, you get a healthy burn. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's my man name? At uh, Von Miller, him and Chubb. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo and Cleveland are uh, amongst the top lists I'm seeing right now. Okay, so I call them pretty good. You know, you know your defense. <laughs> but I got Charles, got so, so, so what's the best offense now? Oh, come on. Kansas City out of it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> come on now. Come on now. Man, look, we, you know your Chiefs concerned, right? You know, hey. come on. <laughs> now look, he, look he, 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 he's a huge Aaron, Aaron Rodgers fan, right? Huge Aaron Rodgers fan. And I've told him that Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. That's my opinion everything, really. I think because of what, what Aaron can do, the throws that he makes, what positions, you know, from what angles. Uh, I mean, it, look, not taking anything away from Aaron, but I just believe that Patrick's a better quarterback. Man, they, they both have amazing arms. They both got, you know, amazing talent. Uh Patrick has come in and won a Super Bowl at a younger age and has a, you know, a, a longer career to, 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 to add more rings to his fingers. Uh, but as far as offense, if, even if I'm not a former Chiefs player or Chiefs fan, it's hard to not put them at number one, uh, even with the bad play that they had in the Super Bowl. Uh, so with that being said, I'm, I'm going to stick with them number one. It's hard to count Tampa Bay out with what uh, Tom Brady does and brings to the table. Uh, other than that, I don't really see another offense out there that's going to put up those kind of numbers. So Julio Jones is not is not helping the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, made him a lot better. He's going to help, but what is that going to do? That doesn't. That doesn't. I don't think that makes him an unstoppable offense, though. Okay. With the I, uh, I, would, I would say he's top ten. With the, uh, with, the, with, the with, with the QB situation in New England and Denver. Which uh, quarterback battle are you most looking forward to seeing? Okay. Nothing against Cam Newton. I'm just not on that ship to say that he's what the New England Patriots need. Um, You know, I know he was hurt last year. I know he was hurt the year before. Um, And they claim that he doesn't have the weapons out there in New England. Uh, Just my perception on his career. You know, I know he made it to the Super Bowl. Outstanding year that year, uh, but they had a great defense, had some great talent offensively. 
I'm just not sold on him at, at, at a starting quarterback. That's just my opinion. Who is a starting quarterback? Yeah, looking again for the guy from Alabama. What's Matt? That Matt Chandler. <laughs> They're a ways away. <laughs> He's a ways away. <laughs> but you never know, though, J.D. You know, some some players in the right situation, you know, blossom a lot quicker than they're, uh, you know, they were picked to be. So, um, gotcha. Name me one QB from Alabama that, that just came in and tore it up. Brody Coyle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, hey, that's my heart. That's my dog. I, I love Brody to death. Man. Look, Alabama quarterbacks haven't really had a, 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 you know, any a, a great careers in the NFL. Right? But it's not fair to not give him a chance, though. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, do, I do think it's underrated, the, uh, the Broncos situation between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy Bridgewater goes there and just be, as a game manager. I think Denver's a, a tough team I mean, with that good defense. And then you, you put a quarterback who's not going to make mistakes in there. I think they could be all right. Bridgewater yeah, makes significantly better. And, and there's a good chance they might get Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> they can't get it up. They can't get up. <laughs> who, is your, who is your sleeper team this year? To take out all the powerhouses already. Take out Tampa Bay, Kansas City. You know, those are the known people. Who's your sleeper team coming in? Tennessee Titans. This oh. season. <laughs> See, I don't think Tennessee can get past Cleveland, though. Mm. I don't think Tennessee can get past Buffalo. Oh, yeah. I, I, I disagree yeah. with that. Buffalo, that'd, that'd be hard. Buffalo okay, but that's, that, Jason, that's your opinion. I mean, mine is, I don't think. I don't. I don't put. So I'm gonna go with you know Casey, uh, Cleveland, Baltimore for the AFC, just AFC, um, and th- and Tennessee. And I, I still like you know Ben Roethlisberger um, over there in Pittsburgh. I, I got. I put Baltimore in, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. you put Baltimore in third, as you should. Yeah. So right now, Tennessee is, I hate to say it, but they're my, they're my fifth best in the, in the AFC. Now, now, I ain't heard nobody mention Miami. Too young. A lot of talent, but too young. Mm-hmm. Got a little time. We got a little time. I like, I like two and two. It's going to take some time to develop. They got some, some, some good guys down there right now. But like you said, that's, that's a good one. They're young. They're young down there. Yeah. No uh, a sleeper squad. I don't know if it's a sleeper squad. We we list them as one of the better defenses. Is uh, the Rams with Matt Stafford? I think that takes yes. me to a whole other level. Yes, mm. yes. I agree. Yeah. Watching boys come out of Philly too. Now we'll, we'll see what they're gonna do. They might they might surprise people. We'll see. I'm excited. Yeah, course, I'm, Hurts will be fun. Yeah, yeah. Of course, everybody's gonna look. I'm looking for Dak to do a good job down there in Dallas too. So. They might be like that sleeper team to kind of come in, you know, and, and, and revamp everything they've been doing uh, the past couple of years. So we'll see. He's, he's got they did, they did nothing with their defense. So, you know, I think Dallas was one of the worst defenses in the league last year. So uh, were you going to just you going to try to count on Dak to put up 40, 50 points a game? He, he got he got the weapons around him to do it. He's got the weapons. He's got the weapons. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll definitely see. Yeah. Last year. Last year, yeah. Matter of fact, I think the red. No, I can't even say that the, the, the Washington football team is going to win that conference. <laughs> yeah, 
it's ma- if it's magic, it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. They did good. They 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 were coming on strong, better than expected anyway. They played better against the Bucks than the Chiefs did in the uh, playoffs. That's <laughs> damn right about that. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Well, man, I, I appreciate it. I, like I said, I had to bring my brothers on. Was down here. I was just like, look, with, with you know being down here in the beautiful paradise uh, in Mexico, man, just enjoying itself, enjoying family, loving one another, having a great time. We just wanted to come out here and do the show, man. Man, appreciate we appreciate y'all coming on. So, is everybody married? Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for letting us on, man. Yes. Yeah, is it, is everybody married? So, anybody married? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I was gonna give you all my Snapchat. I want to see some video footage. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to see what the after part, what the after part is gonna look like. Right, right, right. <laughs> hey, look, they cutting the rug down here now. Oh, no, the yeah, yeah. yeah they got the rug down here. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, man, y'all be careful out there. Be safe. Thanks for coming on. Right. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate Thanks it, for man. Guys. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that was cool. I was cool having the, the family. I, I thought we we're getting to know Jay's yeah. family more uh, each week. I love exactly. it, man. Yeah, I'm the youngest out of 11, so yes, <laughs> my own number of them. <laughs> it's a good time. It's about 10 of us down here, so uh, yeah, we're really enjoying it, man. We, we got a nice house, a villa right on the beach. We got, you know, full service bar, so we, we decided to do it right, man. Do it right. That's what's up? That's how you uh, doing? Yeah. Make the most of it. That's right. That's right. Live life loving it, man. Sitting. Yes, sir. Only way to do it. Oh, yeah. Send me a Snapchat later on, JD. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. Oh, what's up, sir? <laughs> there's, there's a Snapchat right there. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, I got some for you, don't eat. <laughs> Man, y'all be safe. I'm about to hang out. <laughs> y'all take it easy, Mark. All right, fellas. All right, man. See you guys. All right, and that does it for us. Thanks for tuning in to Chief Concerns presented by Bet Online. As always, if anyone in Chiefs Kingdom has any Chief Concerns for these guys, please tweet at us at, at @concernschief and please subscribe and follow Chief Concerns on YouTube, the Believe Podcast Network, or any place a podcast can be found. And if anyone wants to be a guest on our show, just drop us a DM or on Twitter or email us at chiefconcerns at yahoo.com. Everything else, we'll see you next week, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.